welcome to Grace and Peace Radio. Thanks for joining us for today's episode. I'm your host, Anthony Russo, and it's my hope that you will be encouraged and God will be glorified. And with that, let's start the show. Well, hello again, everybody. Again, it's Anthony. It's great to be with you. I hope you are doing great this week. Last week, I talked about just some of the bizarre things and bizarre uh, that Christians are believing, evangelical Christians are believing. This kind of goes back to my episode a couple weeks ago where I talked about malware in the church and how um, I used this analogy or illustration of malware on a computer, the, um, the, the bad software, the junk that gets loaded, the ads, the pop-ups, you've probably experienced it at some point. And, uh, and, how they just kind of seem to creep into the computer. And it's a lot like that in the church. There, there are all kinds of things that are going on. You can go back and listen to that episode. I think it was like two episodes ago that, uh, that I talked about that. And one of the things I mentioned in conjunction with that was just some of the strange things that, that evangelical Christians, Bible-believing Christians, are believing. And I mentioned a couple of uh, surveys and so I wanted to talk about that and, and highlight two of them that have come out recently and, and just to show you what, what they are. I'll do, uh, let's see, well, let's do this one first. Um, this is interesting. Oh, by the way, before I get to that, sorry, not as a teaser or anything, um, but just to to kind of catch you up. So... It was kind of interesting. I wasn't sure if I was going to be taking any seminary classes this semester, but the Lord went ahead and, and worked it out such that uh, I'm now registered for four classes. So I'll be doing four classes. I have seven classes total to finish my uh, my MDiv degree. Uh, finally, I'm on the, uh, let's see, 10-year program, something like that. Well, anyway... Um, with a lot of breaks in there, but so, so I kind of said, all right, I'm going to go ahead and commit to finish this thing. And so I'm taking four this semester and then three next semester. And, um, yeah, I just looked at the syllabi the, for all of them. And, you know, the, the syllabus tells you what the class is, what to expect and all that. Actually, I didn't even open the syllabus. I just looked at some of the announcements and I'm like, oh boy, it's going to be a busy semester. And, uh, so you can, Pray for me for that because uh, four classes is a lot for a master's degree. Um, so there's that's more than a full time student and doing my my job full time and doing the podcast. Um, pray for me. Pray for uh, my wife. Pray for Amy because uh, she will be she won't have her husband back until probably graduation. So uh, yeah. Anyway. But it's good. I'm looking forward to it. And, uh, you know, it's easy to get overwhelmed by the the syllabus and all the details and, and all that. But the Lord always gets you through. You just got to remember that and just take it one at a time and, and you'll get there. So anyway, oh, but I'm taking uh, a course on Job, a course on the Gospel of Mark, Systematic Theology 3, where we'll study uh, anthropology uh, harmatology, which I believe is angels, uh, ecclesiology, which is the study of the church, um, and 
I'm not sure if harmatology study of angels. I guess I'll find out, won't I? Um, and then uh, eschatology, end times. So that's part of systematic theology. So Job, systematic theology, gospel of Mark, and then delivering an expository sermon. So those are those are what I'm taking this time. So anyway, back to the the crazy stuff that evangelical Christians, some evangelical Christians, thankfully a minority of evangelical Christians believe. In this first study, um, this came out of the Pew Research Center, and the the headline on this one, this comes right from the, the pewresearch.org website, uh, and it's uh, written by a guy named Jeff Diamante. Diamant. Half of U.S. Christians say casual sex between consenting adults is sometimes or always acceptable. So, uh, yeah, the crazy thing is, here was the question. Um, sex between unmarried adults in a committed relationship is acceptable. And then they had a choice between always, sometimes, rarely, and never. Okay. Always, sometimes, rarely, and never. Well, the study only talks about, or only highlights the always and sometimes group. But I personally would lump in, and that gets you to 57%, uh, I would lump in the rarely, because to me, they're not saying no, they're saying yes, asterisk. So that said, it's 67% of Christians say that there is at least some time when sex between married adults in a uh, unmarried adults rather in a committed relationship is acceptable which again totally flies in the face of scripture uh, that same percentage by the way 67% agree that casual sex between consenting adults who are not in a committed relationship is acceptable and again, that was um, uh, 18% said always, 32% said sometimes, 17% said rarely. But still, again, you got to count those rarelys in there because they're saying that there's some reason in their mind that it's acceptable. Uh, let's see. Uh, here, here's, here's one. An open relationship. A committed relationship where both people agree that it's acceptable to date or have sex with other people. 37% of Christians say it's either always, sometimes, or rarely acceptable. 37% of the Christians that they surveyed. Having sex on a first date. 46% of Christians, in some way, shape, or form, say it's acceptable. Um, yeah. So that just amazes me. It, it just absolutely amazes me. Um, there's that. And just over a third of Christians in the U S according to this study say it's sometimes or always acceptable. They didn't list the rarely on here, 
but it's sometimes are always acceptable for two consenting adults to exchange sexually explicit images of themselves. Three in ten evangelical Protestants hold this view. Think about that. Three in ten. So, so yeah, that's just one study that, that's come out. And you can find that, like I said, out on pewresearch.org. Maybe I'll, I'll put the link in the show notes if you want to read it, read some of the other data. Uh, but that's, that's remarkable, isn't it? I just, wow. But now, this is the one that I thought was really, I mean, that's bad enough. But here again, now this is one, um, the headline on this one, this is from, um, where did I get this from? Christian Post. ChristianPost.com reported this, and I've seen this in other outlets as well. Uh, this was a study done uh, in conjunction, uh, or done by Ligonier Ministries, which is uh, R.C. Sproul, the late R.C. Sproul, and Lifeway Research. They teamed up on this one, and as they do every two years, and it's the biannual uh, State of Theology Survey. So here's the headline. Ready? More than half of U.S. adults, 30% of evangelicals, okay, believe Jesus isn't God. 30% of evangelicals believe Jesus isn't God. That's, that's the nugget in that, that headline. Um, so, yeah, that's part of this year's study. Um, 52% of Americans believe that Jesus was a great teacher and nothing more. Nearly a third of evangelicals uh, also support that view. That Jesus was a great teacher and nothing more. This was taken, uh, this was among 630 professing evangelicals. A total of uh, 3,002 adults, including 630 professing evangelicals. And now here's the thing. So you're saying, okay, well, what's, what's an evangelical? Ready? Here's the definition. It's a four-part definition. Evangelicals were defined as people who strongly agreed with the following four statements. Number one, the Bible is the highest authority for what I believe. Number two, it is very important for me to personally encourage non-Christians to trust Jesus Christ as their Savior. Number three, Jesus' death on the cross is the only sacrifice that could remove the penalty of my sin. Number four, only those who trust in Jesus Christ alone as their Savior receive God's free gift of eternal salvation. So by those things, that's a pretty strong evangelical Christian focus. Now, here's the crazy part about it. So, those who define themselves as evangelical affirm these four, th these four things, right? Yet, they answer, their answer is so contradictory that they affirm these things. They affirm that the Bible is the highest authority for what I believe and even though the Bible clearly teaches Jesus is God, 
30% of evangelicals apparently don't believe that he's God. Even though uh, they say that it's, quote-unquote, very important for me to personally encourage non-Christians to trust Jesus Christ as their Savior, uh, 30% of evangelicals don't believe he's God. And so, and, and that only, uh, you know, Jesus' death on the cross is the only sacrifice that could remove the penalty of my sin. 30% of evangelicals say Jesus isn't God. And fourthly, only those who trust in Jesus Christ alone as their Savior receive God's free gift of salvation. You have to trust in him as Savior, but 30% of evangelicals don't believe he's actually God. Some 65% of evangelicals in the study were also found to agree with the statement, Jesus is the first and greatest being created by God. Which, 65% of evangelicals in the study were, were found to believe this. So of those um, 630 professing Christians, that's over 300 of them, um, believe that Jesus is the first and greatest being created by God, which, by the way, is heresy. That That's heresy right there, because Jesus wasn't created. Jesus was God, John 1.1. 1, 1. Uh, so, so that's crazy. I mean, it's just um, wackadoodle, as, uh, as I've heard said. So, Those are just uh, some of the some of the things that that are out there that that you know here's here are Christians saying that the Bible is the the authority of my life, but clearly they don't even read it. That Jesus is the most important person. Uh, I have to receive him as as my savior. That his death is the only sacrifice to remove the penalty of my sin. That only those who trust in him can receive God's free gift of salvation. But they don't even know who he is. They don't even know that he's God. They don't even know. That he's not created. He's the creator, not the created. So these are the kinds of things that are out there. That's why, again, I say, and I try to say, I seem to say it every episode, um, we have got to be in our Bibles. It's not to say that we have to have theology degrees. It's not to say that... Uh, you know, we've got to know our systematic theology. There's nothing wrong with that. I think it's great. But the point is, we have got to to be people of the Scriptures. I mean, you've got to know what you believe, especially with all the onslaught and all the attacks that are coming our way. Uh, you've got to know what's what's going on. And you've got to be able to defend, defend your faith as well. Um, but yeah, so... Those are just some of the things that are out there that uh, it just amazes me. So talk to people, talk, you know, help people understand the, the nuttiness of, of these things and um, do what you can to help educate other brothers and sisters in Christ. You know, if you write, write. If you can teach your Sunday school class, teach a Sunday school class. If you can teach a small group, teach a small group. Um you know, what, whatever it is, but help people, you know, point people to the truth. That's, and, um, 
you know, and help build up the church, build up the, the body of Christ in truth. And uh, anyway, so those are some of the things out there and, and some of the pitfalls, some of the pitfalls that you and I have to watch out for because they are, uh, some of these errors, they are beguiling. They are uh, subtle. They are they plausible. Uh, they sound plausible. And, uh, and we have to watch out for them. So... So that, that's pretty much what I wanted to, to talk about this week. Um, and I pray that the Lord continues to guide you, that the Holy Spirit continues to, to help you and, and me to stay in the Word, stay in the truth, stay close to uh, the Lord Jesus Christ, who is God and is not created. And, and that, yeah, that we can do our part to to make him known uh, in this world. So with that, I thank you so much for joining me this week. Uh, and I pray that the Lord blesses you this coming week. And I will talk to you next week. And I'll have one week of classes already, uh, already done. So then it'll be 14 weeks to go. How about that? All right. Lord bless you. Have a wonderful week. And I will talk to you next week. Bye. Well, that's our show for today. I hope you'll join us next time as we spend time in God's Word, looking at how we can grow in our knowledge of Him, our love for Him, and our service to Him. If you've enjoyed what you've heard, visit us at graceandpeaceradio.com or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash graceandpeaceradio. Until next time, I'm your host, Anthony Russo, and Jesus changed my life.